Initiating connection. Welcome to the people in the back. All right, so it's comeback season. You know, we've been on a hiatus. It's summer. You know, we're outside. About to be hoodlums talking about crazy shit that we always talk about. And you on your way back now, so uh, let's kick it off. Tell me what you've been up to, bro. You know, they've already noticed I've been out in Mexico. But what you've been doing for this hiatus? To be honest, man, uh, since we last been on here, I lost my last job. So I was struggling to get a job. It was about a month and a half. I finally got a job, so I've been kicking and doing that. And uh, I was going through a bit of a, like a, a, little, a little mental crisis, I guess you could say. Um, just realized a lot of shit. Just wanted to focus on some extra bullshit, you know. Um, just realized who was uh who was there for me and who wasn't and all kinds of shit like that uh also i've been like trying to like focus more on my um my mental health and also just trying to touch more grass you know like get more out there and involve myself more in the nature and like the actual beautiful things in life you feel me not only that so you became a hippie <laughs> I guess you can say that, yeah. Um, yeah. As soon as you said touch grass, I thought, like, man, this is on some hippie shit. He out there. If I walk in some grass without <laughs> my feet, I become rooted in the earth. I am a tree type shit. Well, to be fair, we don't got much grass out here in Tucson. So <laughs> <laughs> we got cactus and trees, bro. That's all we got. But yeah, said, I also I wanted to. Cactus. <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted to focus a little bit more on my religion because I feel like the end of the world's coming pretty soon, bro, to be honest. Okay, we're going to have to jump into that, but let me let me start from square one. You said you had a little bit of a mental crisis. What could be going on, man? What be sending you down this loophole? To be honest, I felt like just a lot of people were using me for, like, anything at that at that moment, like, I just, I didn't feel like I deserved to be treated that way, to feel used for, like, money, for rides, or anything like that. It's just, it was really bothersome. And it wasn't just one person, it was multiple people, you know? So I just felt, I felt like I needed to distance myself and get better and get back on track, which I do a lot, because I've got to that point where, I've dealt with my mental health for so long that I could just understand when I'm going down a deep hole that I could just bring myself back up. And at this moment right now, I feel like I'm doing pretty solid. Yeah, you kind of caught yourself about the slip and you said, hold on, let me let me put this down and figure out what I got to do to get back on track before I uh, fall down the hole, you know? Yes, sir. And so once you start doing that, you know that you're about to fall down the hole. That's when you go on your hippie shit and start saying that you're going to be a cactus and uh, feel the earth, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. If you truly think about it, we all cactus, bro. 
cactus is built up of water and we are built up of water. Feel me? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we all plants. We all plants of the earth. We just we just ain't what you call it. Uh, in soil, you know, we're like planting in air or however you want to fucking spin that shit. Pretty much, dude. If you truly think about it, like from the distance. You out here trying to give people epiphanies of life. We are the plants of the earth or plants of human nature, carbon-based. Well, everything's like a carbon-based life form, so shit, whatever. I'm not going to get all scientific with shit right now. I don't feel like it. But you said you started trying to get in touch with your religion. Now, I know I'm giving you shit about being on your hippie stuff, but uh, you said the end of the world's coming. What makes you see that? Just growing up being a Christian and reading uh, parts of the Bible growing up, uh, there's just a lot of things that are happening in this world nowadays that are like written in the Bible. Like, for example, the Euphrates River driving up. That's pretty insane, you know what I mean? And uh, the way that things are going with the whole Russia and fucking uh, North Korea and China, it's just crazy. So it's just a matter of time till a nuke drops on the United States and we're all gone. Vaporized, you know what I mean? Well, you know, I had this discussion with somebody else when we was talking about the Book of Revelations. They said an attack from the North is what's going to start everything. And somebody said, like, U.S. is modern-day Jerusalem or something like that, like, when they were talking to me. And they said, if an attack from the North comes, it's going to come over the Arctic Circle from Russia. And it's going to hit the U.S. And that's what's going to start it. And it was crazy because they were saying this back in, like, 2005 or 2006 or something like that when they were talking to me about it. And now, just like you said... What's going on? You think uh, Russia's going to drop a nuke or somebody like that? If an attack comes from the north, like he said, it's going to come from Russia over the north, you know? Most definitely. I feel like they're the most craziest people other than North Korea to actually drop a nuke and not know what's going to happen, the circumstances that come with it. You know what I mean? Well, I think North Korea, they their problem is they'll nuke themselves, <laughs> nuke their own people. That's where that becomes scary, is uh, we'll do something to our own people, but, you know, that's my political view on stuff, not everybody's. But yeah, back to the, what I was saying about the religion, I just, I'm just trying to get right with God, you know, before my time comes, you know what I mean? Because I feel like, even if it's not anything like that, with like the world coming to an end, like, my personal world can come to an end at any moment, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I cannot be right with God. And I could just lose that opportunity that I have. You know what I mean? Right. Do you think that here's one thing that I'm going to bring up? Because I had some people come to me and talk about stuff. You even brought it up that you had a lot of people who were kind of using or let's say using and abusing. Like they just came to you for their personal need of right now. Do you think a part of the reason why that was going through is kind of like when you're not right with God or you're not like set up correctly, you think that things kind of are pushing you in a direction? Because I'm trying to say this without like, you know, kind of looking at it religiously. But if you're not 100 percent right with God or 100 percent right with where you're supposed to be, 
all these other people kind of had that influence to push you one way or another that really kind of fuck with you and mess with your mental because you letting them in a little bit more than they should, you know? I just feel like that's God's work, bro. He's a, he's a mastermind. He, he He gets you to that point of realization and he just pushes you to the point to like set yourself up for the long run, you know what I mean? No, I understand. I'm even on the same boat with you. I think that a lot of the shit that I've gone through kind of brought me to a realization of where I'm at. I even have to talk with my sister, everybody else. She goes, I hate your exes because of this, 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 or whatever, whatever, because this is how you deal with stuff. But I think about it, half the time I was with one of them crazy exes, was I really focused on myself or religion or anything else? Nah, I was focused on some other bullshit. And like you said, it's kind of God's work. If you focus on something other than what you're supposed to focus on, you're going to have a distractor come in and kind of fuck you up. You know what I mean? I get what you mean, 100%. So I know this question is going to arise. And I'm going to ask it before anybody else does. Like, before I get everything blown up on my end of, like, the chats from anybody who's listening. With you being brought up Christian and you trying to get more right, how does it affect your relationship anywhere else? Because you know someone's going to bring up the fact that Keith always be going hell Satan and that's your brother. Personally, everybody has their own, um, their own religion and their own thoughts of how religions work. I'm not going to think of anybody any differently. Like I still got love for people who think other other than what I'm thinking, you know. But if that's what they believe in, that's what they believe in. You know what I mean? I'm not going to try and push myself to try and get them to, like, believe in something else if they're not even going to put that effort in back. You know what I mean? I just don't see it. It's just going to be a cycle. I don't see it working out, you know? Right, and I understand that. I just know that that question is going to come up because people come to me, and you know how I think. When people want to talk about religion, how I can get deep into these conversations. I just don't because I feel like, like you said, if it's not worth it, why am I going to go in a cycle with somebody? So I definitely see where you're coming from. I definitely feel that. It's just. Well, not, not only that, with the way this day and age works, if you push religion onto somebody else, they're going to take it sideways. You know what I mean? Like if I were to like start preaching Christianity to people out on the streets, I would get so much shit talk to me for it even though that's my beliefs and i'm just trying to get people to listen you're gonna get treated badly because of you know what i mean and i feel like those are the people that are involved in um the demons they have a lot of demons built up in them and they just need that to put that effort back to actually realize some of the stuff that's actually going on you know what i mean yeah, you got to fight the demons and not succumb to what you what you battling. Like once you're battling something, you're just like, oh, you know, this is what I have to do. This is who I am. Which a lot of people talk like nowadays. They're all this is me and accept me for me. But they don't want to fix what their problems are. They got their demons that they don't want to face. So when you come out and you say something. If they don't want to face it, they just going to get offended and let that demon take over and be like, you're wrong, this, this, this. And they're going to come at you with all types of stupid energy for no reason. Exactly. And uh, 
coming from somebody like me and probably you, I've gone through a lot of shit in my life that a lot of people wouldn't expect, you know what I mean? As, as somebody as young as me, uh, I've, I've fought back and forth with fucking demons, like getting myself into shitty situations that I shouldn't have got into. But at this very moment, I'm still here. And I feel like that's just because of the belief that I have, you know what I mean? Putting that effort into that belief goes a long way. Right. Cause like they say, I'll even bring it up. I've had this argument with a lot of people. I'm a kind of drop into some of my religious side, but you said you're Christian and I've even said it before on previous ones. I consider myself non-denominational cause I don't follow ritualistic sides of one way or another or turn down a lot of other religions, but my religion still based in Christianity. And in the Bible, they said, if you got the faith of a mustard seed, that's all you need. So compared to a lot of people who go like, why believe? All you got to do is believe with the faith size of a mustard seed. And if you got any type of knowledge, you know how small a fucking mustard seed is. You got that little bit of faith that can take you somewhere. So it don't mean you got to be perfect, but when you believe or you got that little bit of belief there that you can actually make that connection and things are going to be okay, things will turn out all right. People wonder why I don't worry about shit at the end of the month or I don't sit here and stress out about bills or all this other stuff because all you need by the Bible is a faith of a mustard seed. If I got that much belief that it's going to be okay because God said it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay. And at the end of the month, guess what? I ain't never worrying about nothing. You know what I mean? I get what you mean 100% because shit always ends up working out in the long run. If you truly think about it and you sit back and look back on things that happen in your life, something always works out and you get it done. It's all those, like... Let's break this down religiously and mentally, or not mentally, inspirationally. Everybody has all these inspirational quotes and all these motivational bullshit that come out. You know, when something goes bad, it's like a fucking, what's it called? A bow and arrow. You got to pull a bow and arrow back to let it go. You got to shoot for the stars and you land them, or shoot for the moon, land among the stars. All this stuff with these inspirational things where it's something bad's got to happen for something good to happen. And the same thing of if you believe in, like you said, God's will or believe in your religion. Let me just put it that way for people who don't want to listen to the God's will, God's will side of it. But if you believe in your religion and you got faith, even when something bad happens, it's all going to turn out OK in the end. And it's the same inspiration that everyone pulls from all these quotes and all this manifest your own destiny and things like that. But they literally believe in the will of God and you're going to be all right. They're just trying to word it as something else. But I think if I put it in my aspects of what's going on, I think what you find in or looking at this a little bit differently, thinking you wanted to find your religion or get closer with God and understand where you're coming from. You probably won't deal with as much garbage as you've been dealing with in the past because now you got that barrier of knowledge, if you know what I'm talking about. It's kind of what I look at a lot of the shit that I do. Not to make comparisons, but 
I definitely know what I have learned in the past. I knew it turned out okay. And like you said, with, re with relationships, dealing with a crazy woman, you're going to get some experiences that God's probably going to make you experience before you find the right one. And you're going to see the same type of garbage over and over again until you kind of get slapped by God's hand saying, this is what's going to come to you. You got to find something different. You know what I mean? Exactly. And not only when it comes to just relationships, it comes down to like friendships or family. Uh, there's just a lot of things that happen. Anything, not just like intimate. I mean, like friendships, people yeah. around, all that stuff. Yeah, you, you just realize a lot of shit, you know. And if you keep on putting in effort towards that people, even though they're taking advantage of you, it's just putting you in that situation. And that's just, it's it's God's way of teaching you how to fight these demons. You know what I mean? Those demons are those people that are doing all that shit and taking advantage of you. So he's teaching you how to battle that shit so you can be a stronger person. And be one of his angels, you know what I mean? Yeah, one of the one of the people who deserve that spot. Let me give you an example of something that happened to me. Now that you brought this up, I know I haven't talked about this to anybody. It happened just like two days ago, bro. So I've been helping out a lot of people. You know, you always want to help people. You always want to speak out and talk with people and get them to kind of get motivation or move forward or things like that you know i've moved out here to washington we always talk about it i moved away and we were hoodlums back in the day you saw when i was going through a lot of the stuff i was going through when i was back around your age we weren't always good kids but i still keep in contact with some of those people now one of them i know he's fighting his demons he's going through all his other stuff he wanted to come at me for moving out here, getting a better job, getting a better life, making something of myself. Wanted to argue with me and be like, you left everyone behind, so you a bitch, you this, you this. And he wanted to really try to pick a fight with me. And my only response to that situation, because, yeah, I'm getting irritated. Like, you're not just going to call me a bitch because I'm making my life better and you sitting here being a bum on the couch, doing nothing with your life. Still trying to act like being outside on the streets makes you a fucking thug. Like, oh, this is the life I want to live. My head goes back to all the other bullshit from the past thinking, yo, I'm just going to go over here and fuck this dude up. But with growth, with progress, and like you said, getting in more connection with your religion and understanding yourself and your connection to God. I sat here and looked at him and was just like, bro. Why, if you so miserable, do I got to still be in the same lifestyle and be back with you doing that? Like, you should be happy that I've done something, not the fact that, oh, I'm sitting here miserable. So I got to or he's sitting there miserable. So the only way to make him happy is for me to be back there miserable with him. And when I said that, it kind of clicked all together. Like, that's the demons. Yo, this makes sense. Yeah, it's the demons. That's the demons that you're talking about. You can't be happy because I'm not happy. You got to be back here dealing with the same crap because I fought my demons. But he didn't fight his demons. So, in essence, nobody can heal. You got to be back here with me doing the same thing. And you're going to learn, bro, because 
with my example, what ended up happening after so much of this back and forth and trying to help out and trying to be there for somebody, you can't sacrifice yourself and your mental health and your abilities to give to somebody who don't want to fight their own demons, you know? So even after all this stuff, when he arguing, when he doing this, he doing that, he being extra, he's trying to pick a fight with me. And let me remind you, this is somebody in Arizona while I'm in Washington trying to pick a fight with me like, oh, you can come. You got my address. Come to my house. Come scrap me. Come do this. And I'm like, bro, why am I as somebody who. All right, I'm just going to be 100% because I wasn't even the nicest guy. I was like, if you're compared to chump change to me. You talking about, I make too much money, I've gotten out, you sleeping on the couch, you broke. Why am I going to downgrade myself to now fly to Arizona to go to your house to fight you when you can't even go to the gas station down the street and buy gas for your car? Like, why, why do I have to lower myself to that level? Because you can't fight your demons. Exactly, you know your standards. But you know those guys who, like you said, if I never fought my demons, what would I have done? I would have let that get to me, let that trigger me flew back and just been like fuck you this 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 and what am i wasting i'm wasting all my money all this hard work and all this stuff for what like you said it's a unhealed wound or a demon that you fight and that you can't get over and there's definitely too many people too many people who don't want to face those demons nowadays exactly and i feel like at the age of 20 years old that i am right now I've learned so much in life and I've been through so much. Like, that's why I am the person I am right now. Like you were saying, I've been through some shit like that. Very similar to the situations that you were just explaining. Mm-hmm. Why would I go over there, lower my standards just to do some bullshit like that and let the demons take over? It's it's childish at that point and it's, it's frowned upon. Exactly. And there's too many people who are trying to do that to you especially like you said at your age and this is why i always like having these conversations with you bro at your age you're 20 and you're ahead of the game because what at 21 22 i was out there still engaging in that type of stuff still falling victim to the demons and things going out there trying to let people drag me back down and you at the point where you're like why am i letting people drag me down you even catching back on and saying all right if i'm here everyone around me is doing this but i'm already here at this level like even with you saying you lost your job and then you had to bounce back up and get back on how many people when they lose their job just give up hope and just be like fuck everything i had it all now i don't got shit like fuck this shit and they just wallow and dig yourself deeper into a hole they don't get back up and grind like you just did at 20. There's 25-year-olds, as soon as they lose their job, they fall victim to this shit and just give up. It's the people like that that have mentality like that, that are still struggling, that, like, we keep coming back to this topic of the demons, but that it, it's so serious, that's what it is. You're just, you're accepting the loss, and those demons are going to take over, and the more the demons take over, the more your beliefs are just going to shrink. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm not going to lie. I fell into a dark spot after I lost my job. When I lost my job, I cried. For that day that I lost my job, I cried. Because I felt like things were going pretty well, you know what I mean? I was, I was working my ass off. I was doing everything. But at the end of the, at the, end of the day, what am I, I going to get out of that? You know what I mean? 
who, who's going to pay the bills? You got to get back on your feet and you got to keep doing the shit that you've been doing. Otherwise, you're just falling. Vic- you're being a victim to those demons. Right. Let me let me ask you something. And this gets kind of personal. When you lost your job, did you feel like you said you felt like you were in a pretty good spot? Do you think that you were too comfortable that you weren't paying attention and you're getting away from yourself? And that's why if I say like religiously, that's why you lost your job because you got too comfortable in this spot where you weren't paying attention to what you needed to pay attention to? I believe what you're saying is correct. Um I, I, I got too comfortable. I didn't have my guard up and I fell victim to one of the demons. And I, like I said, and I keep going back to it. It's just stuff like that that happens in your life. It's it's God's plan to show you how to walk a better life. You know what I mean? To teach you how to do better things and what you're fucking up on. It's just the way of life if you truly think about it. Nah, I understand. I'm just asking the questions because, I mean, it's the realization period. Like, me, we bring it up. Ah, it's rough, but people go to jail. People get arrested. And you can either be like, okay, I got arrested for this and rehabilitated. You know, I'm going to air quote that because the government doesn't really rehabilitate people no more. But you can be rehabilitated and understand what I did was wrong. I don't need to do that anymore. Or you can fall victim, like he said, to the demons and be like, well, if they're going to arrest me for this, then I'm just going to be in and out of jail the rest of my life. And even when it comes to good points, like you said, I've lost jobs and realized maybe where I was at wasn't the spot. I've had jobs that paid really good money, but I'm surrounded by uh, less than favorable people. Less than favorable situations. So even if I'm getting paid good, I'm in an environment that's just not good. And I lose the job on some on some bullshit that basically is more like you said, a lesson to say, hey, you got too comfortable. You weren't focused on what needed to be done. And I mean, that happened to me. That's why I had to ask you if you kind of felt the same way, because. I feel like you went through some stuff that I went through that I didn't even think about when shit, I didn't move until 25. So you five years ahead of the game again on what you're doing. So props again, bro. It's much appreciated, man. It, it just takes a lot out of somebody to actually realize a lot of the shit at a young age, you know? And I give credit to people who, or at a young age, realizing the shit that actually is going on. You know what I mean? Because it, it really is pretty difficult if you truly think about it. A lot of people don't understand until they're at that age where like, it's just like they give up. But if you give up, you're accepting defeat. And you're not putting the effort towards your release. I don't want to talk about the religion the whole time because I don't want people to tune in and like, just not care about what we're talking about but truly from the, <laughs> the bottom of my heart everything that we are talking about is true if you actually sit back and you realize a lot of things that happen in your life it is true if you sit back and realize that you're losing your battle to these demons you gotta get what you gotta get right with god i i, I 
hate preaching my religion to people who aren't going to listen, but people who actually sit there and listen and get entertained in the stuff, I appreciate the fuck out of you. Because those are the type of people that will actually change their lives and move the correct way down the right path. You know what I mean? Yeah, get it together. But you know what? We're talking about work. And I had this conversation with you before through text message. You know that bill that came out? I'm about to start this conversation. You said that you don't think this 32-hour workweek bill is going to pass. Uh, in my opinion, I don't think it's going to pass. Uh, especially wow. in my workforce because I work in the trades and I've been in the trades for a while. Um, they're so careless. When it comes to the trades, they're so careless. And even even the government, they're so careless about the civilians that are actually living the real life situations because they aren't in that situation that the civilians are in. They're out there doing better things and have better paying jobs. It's just that little bit of a little group of people who actually sit there and try to think about the civilians and what we go through on a daily basis. But the way that the government works and how it's been for years, it's corrupt as fuck. And I don't think that that bill will pass. I feel like it'll be talked about for sure, but it won't pass. And I'm going to give right, a, but... I'm going to throw something else out there too. Um, mm -hmm. Joe Biden just passed a, a bill for the, the Willow project in Alaska. Not understanding that, um, a lot of people who voted for him are more for the the green. You know what I mean? They're like, they're more uh, environmental friendly. Yeah, environmental friendly. And that's like uh, walking all over us at that point. Like people put him in that position so that he could fulfill our dreams on a better better way to life. You know what I mean? And just walked all over that. And said, fuck you at that point. And a lot of people got upset about that. Yeah, I've seen it. I know some people that are actually uh, Alaska natives. Like indigenous Alaska, I guess you could say. And they're not happy about that at all. I've seen a lot of conversations about that. Let me, let me backtrack a little bit. You know how you were saying like they don't care about the average person in both the conversation of the 32 hour work week bill and the uh and the willow project both of those kind of show us like the average civilian doesn't really matter but it's the same thing i'm seeing here is like uh the labor board and osha you know we have osha and that's like a nationwide kind of situation everyone's supposed to abide by these health standard and safety rules but technically the businesses everybody in trades like like you said or even with me at the airport doing what we do we're supposed to do this but how many people follow these things 100 percent? i'm gonna be straight up i don't follow that shit 100 percent. but at the end <laughs> of the day osha's making money off of that you know what i mean like that's the way they're gonna make their money they're gonna go searching for people fucking up just to make their money they don't really 
care about the civilians that are working those type of jobs. They don't care at all. As long as they make their money, that's why they're happy. And it's the same thing for government. If they're not making their money, they're not happy. I feel like that's why they're trying to pass the Willow Project because the United States isn't making as much money as it should be because of everything that's going on in life. The Willow Project is basically all that whole freaking... Uh, I know that this is going to get politically deep. Yeah, it's a slap you in the face to every other country out there. Um, it's us check, uh, flexing our chest muscles, you know what I mean? Saying that we can do shit and we, we can do it by ourselves. I'm going to open a can of worms right now, and I really didn't want to. But you know, they had like the war on terrorism, the war in the Middle East, and the war of all this other stuff. And we want to say it was terrorism, but really behind everything, you know the conspiracy theories, it's about oil. Everything's always this war and this arguments and this political battle over oil. So when you say, you know, it's like a slap to the face to everybody else, like we can do it on our own. We wanted to, let's say, appease the people of not being of being environmentally friendly. Like out here in Washington, they're so strict on fucking recycling and trash and compost and all this other stuff because... You know, it's good to be environmentally friendly and they want to push that forward and make us look like we're going to do it. But now it's this, like you said, the flex of the chest, like we can do it on our own because we have the ability. We've always had that ability to get oil ourselves. But what was the what was the way off the payoff oil environmentally friendly to the people now? If we say, hey, we can drill our own oil, we can do our own thing. Do the concerns of the people wanting environmentally friendly things really matter when we flex in our chest saying we don't need y'all anymore as America? It's just a... It's some bullshit. It's, it's not for the betterment of the people. It's for the betterment of the government, like you said. That's 100%. Um, I just feel like, like I said, when it comes down to civilians, who live that day-to-day life and have to actually go out there and do the type of stuff that we need to do. We aren't treated with the respect that we should be given because the government's so corrupt. Oh, but let me give you the perfect example for this 32-hour work week. My bad, it just clicked back in my head. OSHA gets paid to find the people who aren't following our safety and health standards. If this 32-hour work week bill passed, and the only reason I'm saying this again is because I feel like if more people know about it, maybe they'll speak up about it, and maybe we'll be able to get this passed. Even though, you know, we're talking about the Willow Project, and that's also kind of like a slap in our face because that shouldn't have gone through. But the Labor Board looks for people who are not abiding by this 32-hour work week, paying them correctly, doing all this other stuff then the labor board gets to fine or sue the companies. So that's more like another incentive for the government to make money off a big business. The problem here is, if we look at it, there's there's a lot of benefits to it. Productivity goes up, like it's proven all over the world, productivity goes up, it's proven all over the world that with 32-hour work weeks, our morale of company is better. And then you're gonna, we're going to have more jobs, honestly, because you're not going to want to 
do what they're doing because the government, like you said, they don't care about the little person. They want as little amount of people working as many hours as possible. And that's how they want to get their job. But then we sit here and we look at unemployment and all this other stuff and people don't want to go back to the offices or people don't want to work. Well, why would people want to work if that's how we're looked at is the least amount of people for the longest amount of time? If we go into this 32-hour work week, we'll be able to have more jobs available where people work better, they're more productive, and they have better morale at the same time. And it's going to open up more more doors, you know what I mean? Uh, I get that 100%. I feel like it would open a lot more doors. And... Um, like as Bones said before, uh, it will cause a lot more people to come back, you know, to work. A lot of people don't want to work these long, crazy hours because they're missing out on the true things in life, like spending time with their kid, their wife, um, Touching grass just doing little things. Self. Yeah. Just doing a lot of things with their, their, um, their personal life like a lot of people miss out on a lot of shit because work i feel like work is one of the most outrageous demons out here you know what i mean it it takes control over you because you're at that point where if you aren't working you're not making money to be able to pay the bills you're not working to you're not making enough money to live your life the way that you should and that's where I respect the 32-hour bill, you know what I mean? Right. But I just feel like it won't pass because of the way that things are corrupt in the government system. They won't pass because of the demons that other people are fighting. Greed, gluttony, all this other shit like that. I mean, if we go to the... As much as you said, you don't want to bring it up, but everyone knows these things. Seven deadly sins, blah, blah, blah. Greed, gluttony. People are going to fight for these things that they don't really need. They want to be abundance. So when we talk about government being corrupt, look what they're doing. Do they really need to do what, they, what they're doing right now to survive? Nah. Does big wigs at your company really need you to be working 40 hours a week, maybe sometimes 60 hours a week, just so then they can take their three days off to go skydive because they got enough money to do it? Nah. That's why... With the argument that I'm posing on this, why can't we get the 32-hour work weeks with the same amount of pay, get more people to work, so then we're able to go enjoy, like you said, your life? They always look at the little citizens, and we get shit on, and the trade workers and everybody else, so the CEOs and the bigwigs can go skydive and take cruises and all this other shit. Exactly. We're their little slaves. It's sad to see and sad to bring that up, but if you truly think about it, we are slaves in this gen like not this generation. We are slaves in this citizenship to mm-hmm. these higher ups. They don't care about what we do as long as they make their money. I can't stress that more I can't stress that any more than I am right now. It's even the what is it called? People I always see the posts, uh, you'll work, you'll work, you'll work, and if you die, there were, there's a job opening for your position the next day. They're going to replace you like that. Like, you're not really irreplaceable. And I got to say it. 
I went on a cruise. I went to Arizona. I went to Texas. I went to Mexico. I went on a cruise. I did a bunch of stuff. And I left work for like two weeks. You know, a lot of people say like, oh, how do you do that? Or this or this. Or when people come up, they'd be talking about all the different type of uh, you make too much money or you do this. It's not how much like the dollar amount is what you're actually doing with your life. And like you said, you got to enjoy it. So when I sit there and I say, hey, I'm leaving for two weeks. If we talk about getting close with yourself, understanding yourself and understanding your situation, I'll get to a point where I can look at my job and say, I'm leaving for two weeks to go enjoy my life and myself and my family. And if they have a problem with it, you might need to go to another job. I might, you might have to find someone to replace me. Because being there every day for two months straight, and then you think, or every day for a month straight, and then you think that if I say I'm taking two weeks off, they go, no, there's a problem if you're sacrificing that much time to a job, or sacrificing that much time to anything. That's an obsession, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to fuck your life up. Not only that, I have an example when it comes down to that as well. At this job that I am working at, at this moment, um, <clears throat> I'm struggling with my back problems. So when it comes down to your health as well, they don't really give a shit. And they will pull that card on you saying that you're easily replaceable and that you aren't needed. And if you can't do that type of stuff, then you can leave. But the thing is, is truly you can do that stuff. It's just you have life situations that happen to you that put you in bad situations to the point where you can't actually fulfill that job completely 100%. And that's what they're mad about, but you can't complete that job 100% because you want to be able to out, go out there and live your life like a regular fucking person should with regular problems with your health, trying to get that shit situated. They don't care about that. And that's that's bullshit. They should care about all that. Right. Especially here's the thing that makes no sense. They're going to say like, oh, you can go home. You can do this. You can do this. What happens if you have back problems and then you do something at work that makes it worse? And then they got to go through and do workman's comp. Now they out. Now they out a worker and they paying you at the same time. But they want to have an attitude with you about that. Because you're like, hey, I just don't want to make sure that I'm safe. I'm not hurt, this or that. And then you get workman's comp. Like, all right, you, you, you know me. I jumped out of an aircraft and I basically ripped or tore my Achilles. I didn't tear it all the way through, but that's something that's always affected me. People know, notice, like, if I walk, I actually drag one foot a little bit more because it never fully healed. Nobody has to go through life dealing with stuff like that because their job says, oh, no, if you can't do it, go home or you don't got a job. Like, I have a permanent limp because of shit that I did at work, you know? Exactly. And it comes down to that point where what if it gets down to that circumstance of all these people are having health issues because of the job that they are working or jobs that they have worked before? where they can't do the day-to-day shit that you want them to do. It's going to come to that point where a lot of those people can't do that, and you're going to be out of work in general. And that's where 
job jobs just like they just fall down deep into the ground and they realize where they fucked up you know what i mean yeah but it's just like you said they wait too long and they realize too late what the problem is exactly you just got to be more careful of your workers your employees you got to be cautious of what's going on with them and be more respectful there's a reason why a lot of people don't want to work for your type of job force or your your uh your job in general because of the way that you treat people and it goes back to like even pay you're you're not you're not getting paid enough to do the type of shit that you are doing breaking your fucking body in half to get shit done for them while they make all the money sitting on their asses telling you what to do that is bullshit right that is bullshit and i've can't i can't stress that enough you know the number one thing i know that you brought this like how you say that and this is for anybody who's a manager or a ceo that might listen the number one thing that you can do for your employees and i've realized this from my position being in charge of certain things i got some people above me and a lot of people below me but the people below me realize when your management doesn't know their name or who they are, there's a problem. You're going to have a problem in your company. And the other part is when your management doesn't know how to do what the bottom level does, you're going to have a problem. If your management cannot come in there and go, hey, I could do this with you. It doesn't mean that they have to do it every day. But if they have no knowledge of being able to go down there and help out at any time, even something small, you're going to have a problem. Like, Loki, what, what's the new job that you got going on, Andrew, if you don't mind telling everybody or letting people know? Uh, at this very moment, I am a plumber. Um, don't want to say the company for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I understand. Basically. I understand. That's why I just meant, like, if you being a plumber. But let me... Let me use this as an example. So you're a plumber. Something happens, you need to snake a drain. You know, a lot of people know how to snake a drain. I actually don't know if a lot of people know anymore, but back in the day, a lot of people knew how to snake a drain. If your manager shows up to your job site and doesn't understand what a snake is, do you feel like your company is going to succeed? Not at all. And that is the problem with our companies nowadays is why is the manager going to come down to your job at a plumbing company and not understand what a snake is? Bro, we feel aircrafts at my job. If I pull up to an aircraft and my manager comes up to me and he doesn't know where to hook up the fueling port for this aircraft, I'm giving up on my company. Like, yo, you don't even know where this one hooks up. You don't know how to hook up an aircraft to fuel it. But you the you the manager, you the you the head of fueling for these aircrafts, yo, my, my company gonna fail. And these are the type of things that we're dealing with nowadays. Especially in trade work. Yeah, it just goes on to say like, how do you expect me to do something if you don't do it? How how do you expect me to train somebody how to do something and you don't know? how to train that person but i do why why am i not in your spot your position that you got right that at that moment and why aren't you in my position 
You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. And then that's going into why are they a CEO or all these people who paid salary on their high budget management level? They're taking lots of days off. They get the holidays. They get these things. They get that. They don't have to come to the office on certain days. They're sitting there, cushy jobs. They're taking vacations, getting paid the big bucks. But the person who has all the knowledge is putting in 10-hour days, six days a week. And you wonder why people are stressing out, having bad, like, having mental problems or having issues at home or anything like that when they're doing and putting in that type of effort every single day while someone who knows less than them is making the big bucks doing nothing, you know? Yeah, that shit's bullshit, bro. I shouldn't have to be working out here slaving my ass away just so that you can go and live an easy life while there's people out here working for you or struggling on a daily basis. At least if you're going to be doing that shit, pay us enough that we could do that shit too. Exactly. And if, like, let me say with this, with this bill, uh, I'm pushing this bill because I, I think this, this shit will actually make work better. If we say four eights, 32-hour work weeks, and it's the same amount that you're going to get paid for 40 hours a week. Like, let's say you make, I'm going to put $25 an hour, okay? Because 40 hours a week, $25 an hour, that's like 1000 bucks, right? Depending on your taxes, you could, be, you could be getting more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's let's just say gross pay, like, let's not put all the taxes and all the other stuff in and all the other little little uh benefits and things were just flat rate $25 $1000 a week and that's your 40 hour now if we do the same thing and you're supposed to make the same amount and you got 32 hours a week you're still making $1000 you're still making a grand a week life purposes wise i think we're going to have a better life for people because maybe you know the ceo guy this big manager it's still going to be making some money. They're still going to be making whatever they make. I don't, I don't really give a shit what they make. They're going to be on some salary, whatever. But now instead of being here five days out of the week, two days off for a thousand bucks, or you get what? Six days, technically guaranteed a month off. Like really think about that. If you have two days off a week, you're working five days a week. And in a job like plumbing or a job like I have, you're probably going to come in for overtime every once in a while or be on call for some type of bullshit because somebody's going to call out. So technically, if you want to work just to appease your company, in one month, you're really only going to get about six days off. So out of 30 days, I'm really just going to be able to have six days of uninterrupted rest. If we go into this other work week, you get three days off a week because it's four eights instead of five eights. Or however you guys want to balance it with fucking the hours and the company or whatever. But let's go with four eights. Three days off a week. That means out of four weeks, you're definitely going to get like 12 days off. And then if you get those calls for any type of bullshit over time, somebody calls out anything like that. Let's say you get... 
one a week, you're still getting about eight days off, and that's pulling one extra shift a week. That gives you a lot more life time, a life for yourself, like time for your life for yourself. And if you're not getting called every week, you'll probably get 10 to 12 days off. Now, 10 to 12 out of a 30-day month, that means one-third of your month is associated to your personal life. One-third of your month is you relaxing or you spending time with your family or anything else. And you know the other third of our life is like sleeping. So if we can balance it to like a 32-hour week, that's one-third is work, one-third is basically sleeping, and one-third is personal family, relaxation, or anything that we need for ourselves. And I think that's a good balance if we can split into threes like that because you can't take away from sleep. You can't take away from work. So what are they going to do? They're going to try to just keep taking away from our personal life. But if we just balance that to one-third sleep, one-third work, and one-third personal life, I think our balance of morality and personal well, well-being is going to be better. Why do we have to deal with ADHD and all these mental health things? Because ain't nobody taking care of their personality or their personal lives anymore, you know? My bad, I went on a rant. <laughs> You're good, dude. And honestly, I do agree with all that. And while I was sitting here thinking about it, if if that bill does pass and people are so worried about money, like the companies out there, they're not going to, oh, we're not going to get enough money you're still going to make money off of customers. You know what I mean? That's going to give more people the opportunity to call in, like to get those trades done, to get some food, you know what I mean? To have people see movies, like people are still going to be making that money regardless. Whether you have enough employees or like enough time for them employees to work, you're still making money from those customers. And you're, if anything, if you really think about it, you're going to make more. Yeah. If you really think about it and people are going to complain about that and say, you know, that's going to mess with their income. If people have more free time, that means people have more time to spend the money that they're making. If they spend more money that they're making, then the economy gets better. And on top of that, if you're going to say like the staffing wise, if you put more people involved in the job with 32-hour week, work weeks, then you don't have to pay as much in overtime where you're going to pay time and a half or tr double time to somebody to cover because you got more staffing on your spot that's working less hours. So technically, looking at it, it's going to give your company more money because let's look at, like, the cinemas. You know, the cinemas were growing out of business because of... Uh, COVID and shit, but if everyone has three days off now and people have more time for themselves, they're going to start going to see movies because they got time to do that again. People don't got time to go to the movies now. People don't got time to go to Disneyland or fly or make the call for somebody to show up for like plumbing because like, look at what you got. If they're always at work, when do they have time to call to get a service done? When it gets bad, when it gets super fucked up and they have no other option, then they got to call out of work to get something fixed to allow for you to come into the actual spot, you know? Exactly, and that's why I brought it up. 
because like it just clicked in my mind like thinking about the the whole bill if they're gonna be trying to pass that bill they got to put a lot more effort into that bill and what actually is going on and i'm i'm hoping that one day somebody can like look back and listen to this or like listen to this and they're higher ups or like hear about it and actually fix the situation and make it a lot better because if you want a bill to pass you got to come with you got to come with that heat you know what i mean you got to like give them every single reason you got to get the pros and the cons and if you truly think about it with the 32 hours there's a lot more pros than cons and one of the biggest cons is the government i feel like that's the only con at this point if you truly think about it yeah <laughs> Well, there's also another con. There's for people who who are workaholics, you know. They want to be out there working 24-7. Yeah, but there's also part-time jobs. Like, let's say this. There's a lot of people who have a full-time and a part-time job. If you're a workaholic, there's no reason why you can't have a full-time and a part-time job, even if it's only a 32-hour work week. Put a 32 and a 20. You know what I mean? And you still can be out there doing what you got to do if you're a workaholic. But uh, I think we had our mark a little bit. I had a good little return. Anything else you want to say to them, Andrew, before we hop in? Because I think uh, we might have to get everybody in on this. No, I don't really got much more to say. Uh, I do think that this could be talked about more. Um, I do hope that if somebody can hear this, pass that on. Because that's the, that's the best way that we can get things going in life is... One person hears something and just pass it on and so forth and so forth. You know what I mean? That's how things happen in life. But at at this moment, things can be talked about some more. Yeah, I think we're going to have to tap back on this one with everybody. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was a lot of juicy things that we brought up. And I do appreciate everybody for, for uh, tuning in and listening to the people in the back. It means a lot from the bottom of our hearts. You know what I mean? Damn, you hit him with that sentimental stuff. I felt that. I felt that in my heart. You got hey, to. For real. <laughs> <laughs> for real, though. Thank y'all for listening to our fuck shit. And we'll see y'all later. Peace.